0: Welcome to the wake up call podcast a show to raise your consciousness deprogram and replace limiting and destructive beliefs Reignite your life and ultimately wake the hell up to your true potential I'm your host and guide shannon riley and now let's get into today's episode Hello podcast family. I am so happy that you're here for another episode of wake up call with your freaking girl I hope you had a great freaking weekend or whenever you're watching this. I'm hoping you have a great day or you've had a great day whatever hope it's going well over in your corner of the world and you know how we start off the show around here we are going to read a review this one is from it looks like mark mark s c h and the title says inspires thought and action and and is in all caps which i love and this person gave us five stars they said Shannon is passionate and straightforward. The podcast has inspired me to think more about my life and my choices, but even more importantly, it has encouraged me to start taking action in the directions where I want to see change. I love that you guys so much because, you know, at the end of the day, all change starts with awareness, but it has to be partnered with action. If you want some type of change in your life, you cannot think or manifest that shit into existence. I'm sorry. Some people will fluff you up and tell you to just sit on a meditation pillow and just think about it and then it will come to be. But that's not freaking true. The power of the awareness is so that you can then take aligned action. It is not just about being like, oh, yeah, this is what I want. I'm clear on what I want. You know, recently I talked about on my social media the power of vision and knowing what your vision is, knowing what you want in your life. But the real power of that is being able to review your vision basically every single day, especially when shit is hitting the fan so that you can stay focused on which actions to take that will get you there. The vision just isn't something to look at. Let me make your like computer background and make a pretty vision board. You know, that's nice. That's fluffy. But the real shit is using that awareness to take aligned action. So I love that review. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave it. And you guys, if you enjoy the show, please please go leave a review. A, it makes me smile really freaking big, and B, it helps the show grow on its own, which, you know, is super helpful. And we're all just about getting this this show in the hands or I guess yours of as many people as we can because realistically, you guys like this is free coaching. That's exactly what is going on here. The stuff that I talk about with my mindset clients is of course more personalized to them. However, all of I mean like literally today's podcast episode is inspired from my recent coaching call with one of my clients Lily who is literally the queen of ripping off the band aid So just know that like this is literally coaching in a nutshell. So if we can make it grow on its own to get free mindset coaching into the ears of as many people as we can by leaving a 30 second freaking review, please do so because I personally, I mean, the only reason I'm doing this is because I personally believe that this type of content is what this world needs more of rather than hatred and fear and anxiety and blame and all of this negative stuff. You know, We really just need to learn how to conquer what's going on as thought systems and belief systems in between. Our ears, so that we can do what? Take aligned action and improve our life and wake the fuck up to our true potential. So, if that means me making the podcast, putting all this work into doing it, which I love doing because, you know, find a job you love and you'll never have to work a day in your life. But if it means me doing that and then you picking up the tab of just leaving a 30 second review, it means the freaking world to me when you do that because it shows me that A, I'm not talking to just a wall because right now I'm literally staring at the wall in front of me shows that I'm actually allowing people to receive this type of message and B it also shows me that you liked it enough to be willing to leave a good comment and also now that I just explained that know that you leaving a comment helps the show grow to get it into other people's ears which is creating a ripple effect. So if you can be a part of the ripple effect there is definitely room for you over here. So now let's get into today's topic or episode. So I want to talk about the concept of a Band-Aid, and this, again, came out of a recent coaching call I had with my client Lily, which was so freaking amazing, and sometimes these things just like, I literally, I mean, we had talked, me and her had talked about so much Band-Aid stuff before, and then it just came to me, and I was like, "Damn!" I told her at the end, I was like, I have to make this a podcast episode. Um But you guys, this concept of a Band-Aid, I want to talk about first the symbol of a Band-Aid as a child, because, you know, it's like when you're a little toddler and like you get a boo-boo, you get a scrape on your knee because you fell down and you're wounded. You might have a little cut. It might be actually really bleeding out or it might just like not be that bad. But, you know, this is kind of the first time or one of the first times that we learn that we need something outside of ourselves to stop this damage or this bleeding. And this is kind of like one of the first experiences of external validation or needing something outside of yourself. But realistically, you know, for the majority of people, of course, some cuts truly were bad. I'm not saying that they aren't bad. But especially for a kid, you know, if you've seen a kid freak the fuck out over like literally the smell like a paper cut and you're like, all right, dude, like you got to chill. But it's a kid. Right. And we just we don't know how to handle our emotions at that point. And so we have these really drastic emotional reactions because that's just what kids do. Right. But realistically, in these moments, you know, the Band-Aid is not what saved us. It's not what cured the cut. Right. But it was really just the feeling of being cared for in a time of need, of being wounded and getting cared for by somebody else. That's really what the Band-Aid helped us with. It made us feel comforted. It made us feel cared for, which as a child, that is like a spiritual and emotional need that we're constantly trying to meet. We are very dependent on our parents and our surroundings or people around us within our environment, our caretakers. And it's this feeling of being cared for that comes along with the Band-Aid. The Band-Aid is just the tangible Kind of vehicle for that. But it's the feeling of being cared for that really makes us stop crying, makes the tantrum stop, and brings us back down to our emotional baseline, hopefully. But you guys, and again, this whole podcast is my freaking opinion. So again, take the meat, leave the bones. If this doesn't resonate with you, don't take it. <laughs> Go take something else, right? But For me, I really think that we misunderstood this lesson as children because we're kids and we just didn't really know any better and we're not thinking this largely at that age or at least most of us aren't. But unfortunately, this lesson that we misunderstood created a belief system around needing things outside of ourselves in order to heal. And this means band-aids or even the subconscious need to be cared for in order to heal rather than healing ourselves. And you know, it's not untrue that sometimes we need band-aids and sometimes we need help and sometimes we need to get cared for by other people. Sometimes we need to talk to someone. I'm not saying that those things are bad. I mean, Jesus, I'm literally a coach. Like, that's my that's my job. It's there to help, right? But we never learned how to rely on ourselves as well throughout this process of healing. And it was always just about that external thing, like the band-aid. It was never about, oh, I can, I can heal myself. But as you grow up, or at least hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll really adopt the phrase of ripping off the Band-Aid because this is something Lily and I were talking about. I was like, dude, this is just a straight up sign that like, you're growing the fuck up. Like we're 25 years old. I'm no longer a three-year-old crying over a boo-boo that I got on the playground that needs a SpongeBob Band-Aid. Like I am now being like, fuck this Band-Aid I have been wearing since I was 10 years old when this asshole said this thing to me and I can't take off this band. Like fuck this Band-Aid. I'm taking it off and it's a sign of growing up. So hopefully you can kind of receive that by the end of this episode. But you guys, we all have Band-Aids that we use literally all the time to cover up our wounds. Some of us really prefer SpongeBob Band-Aids. Some of us really prefer Barbie Band-Aids. Some of us want some dinosaurs on there. Whatever it may be. Favorite sizes, favorite type of like stickiness. Like I don't know. But we all have a different type of Band-Aid that we use frequently to cover up our wounds because it's just what we got gotten used to, right? But the problem with Band-Aids is that if you leave them on for way too long, A, what happens? The Band-Aid gets gross and the stickiness kind of wears off and it's just not that great of a Band-Aid. It gets worn down. It gets damaged, right? But you also prevent or delay delay. delay your actual healing. And realistically, the band-aid just becomes a just like damage control at first, but then it just turns into a crutch that you rely on. And something that I was thinking about recently with food, and somehow this translated into the concept of band-aids in this moment on my coaching call with Lily, but you know, our body knows exactly how to heal itself on its own most of the time, right? You know, a thousand years ago, maybe I'm, I guess I'm assuming, but I'm going to very fairly assume that a thousand years ago, we didn't have band-aids, you guys. And the reason I say I was thinking about food around this, I was like, we didn't have MyFitnessPal a thousand years ago and food scales and calorie trackers and meal plans and all this shit. Like, We literally just intuitively ate based off of our feelings and our emotions. Can you imagine being that connected to yourself that you didn't need a goddamn food scale? That can be a podcast episode for another day. But a thousand years ago, we didn't have freaking band-aids. So if we got a cut, we would literally put pressure on it. We would hold it down. We would put a leaf on it or whatever. And then it would just you know, naturally allow our body to create a scab and stop this bleeding and then it would heal itself. And this is showing that like this healing or this answer or the truth really always about the truth has always been within us. Our body has always been able to heal We just cover it up with these stupid, ratty-ass SpongeBob Band-Aids that we're holding onto from our childhood traumas, and we hide this truth trying to reveal itself through our healing. We hide it from ourselves. And you guys, that is doing yourself such a freaking disservice. It's unbelievable. But we put a Band-Aid over our wounds, and then we never see that our body made the scab on its own. And then what happens? We become scared to take the Band-Aid off, and we're relying on it like a crutch instead of just trusting your freaking body to make the goddamn scab stop the bleeding and heal itself but you guys the alternative of this is like when you take off the band-aid and you watch the scab form you are rebuilding your confidence in your body to heal itself and this is just a seed that over time is nourished and grown by all this other shit that you go through because it's inevitable we all have our shit it's going to happen shit will hit the fan everybody has their shit right but as you go through this stuff, that experience is going to nourish the seed of being able to trust yourself to heal yourself or at least be a part of that journey, not needing a band aid or all these external resources. You're allowed to have external resources, but you should also have some freaking internal ones. But as you go through your inevitable shit that will happen, you will prove to yourself that healing is always a possible option for you to take. You know, you're at a fork in the road, and maybe your entire life you've been going left towards band-aids and you just never really knew how to turn your head right to see this brand new freaking street that is paved with no potholes and it has nice shrubs along the side there's a lemonade stand on there there's an ice cream truck down there like that is such a great road you just never looked at it you've never seen healing as an option because you just didn't freaking trust yourself and what else happens by going down this road you no longer need to literally identify with the band aids. That you choose You know So many I've talked about this before. So many people Identify with their problems Tony Robbins says this But he says Our number one addiction In this world And especially in America Is being addicted To our freaking problems We love to identify With our shit Because it justifies us Staying within it And not taking The scary action To get ourselves The fuck out of it Because why We do not trust ourselves At the end of the day Because we misunderstood This lesson Of band-aids As a child Old because the band-aid was like I need something outside of myself to fix my problems And then you're 45 years old And you can't fix a fucking thing Other than just like freaking out And projecting your shit all over other people Because that's all external So you have to learn to take off this band-aid So that you will learn that you do not need to identify With your problems that you've been using Stupid ass band-aids this entire time for Like for example People identifying with anxiety People identifying with depression Or whatever their problem may be I am broke I am busy Like it's a badge of honor. You guys, you don't need to identify with these things for the rest of your life. These are supposed, like these band aids that you use or these problems that you have, are supposed to be temporary. They are not tattoos. They are not scars. And they are sure as fuck not a badge of honor. Stop wearing them as if you're subconsciously proud of them. And realistically, if you stay within the problem and you stay using the band aid, that does mean that deep in your subconscious, and I'm sure. Probably gonna bet my right arm That you are completely unaware of this Until hopefully right now And this will probably piss you off But it means that you are somewhat In really a weird ass shape or form very proud of being busy, of being anxious, of being depressed, of being an addict or of being whatever these things, because it creates a mold for which for you to live within. Someone with anxiety does this. Someone with depression does this. Someone with X problem does Y things. And then you have a game plan to work off of. It gives you a feeling of certainty. It literally gives you a hit of dopamine because now you no longer need to come up with the answer. The answer is already there. And, you know, going off of this, you guys, the constant need or like reaching for these external band aids just simply unfortunately shows how much you subconsciously do not trust yourself. At all, which is so freaking sad, you guys. I think that's one of the biggest problems in at least America, if not everywhere, is that people don't trust themselves. That's why people, we can't sit still. We, quote unquote, can't meditate. I'm so busy. I'm so tired. Da, 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 da. We, I eat like shit all the time. I need to have the sugar. I need to drink booze. I need to do all these things. Da, 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 da. All this external shit. And at the end of the day, if you really work down to the basis of it, you know, there are a couple different. Kind of foundations of where that can come from But I think a pretty damn big one is this lack of trust in yourself. Because why? When we were kids and we had a boo-boo because we fell down, we got this external thing, this external band-aid to fix it. And we were externally cared for. We never learned how to care for ourselves when some shit hits the fan when you're five years old. No one's like, okay Shannon, sit down and tell yourself how great you are and da da and all these affirmations. We don't do that shit as children. And then you turn 25 and you're like fuck like I am so mean to myself. Literally literally all the time. And I feel the need to like reach for all these external things because I just, I don't know what else to do. And you're mean to yourself and you're reaching for these things because you don't trust yourself. You never learned how to do that. And just because you never learned how to do this shit as a kid does not mean that you should never learn how to do it now. It is taking personal responsibility and ownership of the fact that you need to find these mental tools within yourself so that you don't need to rely on external methods by which you can heal. Those are always going to be available to you. There's not a shortage of band-aids. You can always go see a doctor. You can always go see a therapist. You can always get help. That is always an option. I'm not even saying those are bad options, but you should also have the internal option of with going within and healing yourself and trusting yourself to be able to do that. One of the most powerful experiences for me is being on these coaching calls with people and just watching them answer their own shit right? Like, realistically, my job is just to nudge people in the right direction. I'm not sitting there answering all of your things and telling you all this stuff. Like, it's not like I'm a professor and I just talk for an hour straight. You talk for an hour straight because the answer is always within. You just never allowed yourself to talk about them. Why? Because you don't trust yourself. And realistically, not trusting yourself just becomes a habit. It becomes a belief system. It becomes a thought pattern that you just get used to and you rerun that script all the time and you use it in different situations and you're completely unaware of it because it's been around forever so you think it's normal but you guys it's not normal to not trust yourself if you didn't trust yourself a thousand years ago your chances of survival were pretty goddamn low so think of it that way trusting yourself is a form of long-term sustainable survival and enjoyable survival whereas using all these external bullshit band-aids that get scrappy as hell and look like shit after two days and they're falling off when they get wet with a little bit of water You know, is that really a long term solution? Probably not. So you can either just keep reaching for all these external band-aids No matter how big or small they are where they come from or what they look like or any of this shit And you'll never really feel satisfied or fulfilled with them and you're certainly not going to be fully healed Or you can just rip it the fuck off, look at the wound that you have to deal with, see that your body is creating a scab. It has a method by which it can heal. Is it pretty? No, but it's working. It's getting the job done, right? And then you learn about yourself that this shit is possible. And then what happens? You teach yourself in further situations in the future that, hey, I did this one thing this time and I got this type of scab. I can do this right now. It is a risk. I might fall down and get a cut. Or I might not, and I'll be fine either way. Because last time when I did fall down and get a cut, I healed and I was okay. And you learn how to trust yourself. And through this, what do you do? You move the fuck on. (laughs) You move on with your life. You move forward. You live the life that you freaking want, you guys. But If you don't rip off the Band-Aid, you'll just become this like literal Band-Aid zombie. And like, I feel like I need to do this for Halloween now. I feel like I'm committed to being a Band-Aid zombie, (laughs) but you know, we're not about that zombie life over here on wake up call. Okay. Like absolutely not today. Satan. today is the day you are allowed. And I am really nudging you to wake the fuck up because this is ridiculous to walk around literally covered in band-aids. I want you to actually visualize yourself walking around covered in band-aids. You are no, you're ass naked. Okay. You're like Mr. Krabs when he loses his shell, he's like all loose and kind of creepy looking, but now he has band-aids all over him and they're red ass band aids. They've been on for 20 years and you're like, fuck, like how is that thing still hanging on for dear life? Like it's kind of impressive, right? But I want you to see that as yourself, as this naked version of yourself that's like literally naked and afraid and it's covered in these band aids that you have been wearing as if they're a badge of honor since you were like 10 years old or 18 years old or one year, however long they've been on there. But I want you to visualize what are those damn band aids? What do they say? If this really speaks Speaks to you, I want you to literally go buy a pack of band aids. I unfortunately do not have a code for band aids, but luckily for us, they're super cheap already. I want you to go buy a pack of band aids, get a Sharpie, and write whatever those band aids are for you on there. If it's drinking alcohol, put it on there. If it's smoking jewel, put it on there. Cigarettes, put it on there. Eating, put it on there not sleeping, binge watching Netflix, shopping, gossiping, sex, spending other people's money. I don't know what it is. Getting good grades. Like there are quote unquote things that are good, but they're still band-aids because you just use it to escape your present day reality. I want you to get a pack of band-aids. I want you to write that shit on them with a Sharpie. I want you to put it on your arm over your hair and I want you to rip that shit off. And I want it to hurt because I want you to actually feel it. And you know it's not going to be that painful. You can rip off a couple hairs. You'll be fine. I promise. But you guys, you need to go through this process of actually being aware of what the fuck you put on your band aids. What are your what are you always reaching for when you like feel the need to procrastinate subconsciously? You reach for your phone and you scroll. So right, scrolling on a band aid. Rip that shit off. Actually feel it and feel yourself. Allow yourself to release from that. Because if you never rip off the band aid, you guys over time they're just going to rack up, and you are going to become a band-aid zombie and it's going to be gross it's going to be yucky nobody likes a band-aid zombie i would rather see your freaking face i want to see the beauty that is your face i want to see yourself in your favorite outfit shining bright super happy free of all these band-aids i don't want to see the wounded version of you with all these damn band-aids like if something happened 20 years ago why are you not working to let go of it and heal what if you literally had a cut for 20 years and your body was like "Mm, you know we're just not ready we're not ready to heal. I don't have time. Ah, super busy. Oh, that seems really hard. You know, we'll be we'll bring the white blood cells in like twenty years. Sorry, like you gotta wait. That's ridiculous. Your body doesn't do that. It heals it upon impact. When it happens, it works to heal it immediately. And maybe you have been waiting twenty years, but now is your wake up fucking call. Heal that shit. Do it for yourself. Get external help if you need it, but make that type of healing come from within. Make it internal because you will learn how to free trust yourself and you'll stop being a goddamn band-aid zombie. There's no reason to do that. You are doing yourself a massive disservice. You are literally imprisoning yourself in the past within pain out of fear and a lack of trust and just like, Pure anxiety. You don't need to do that, you guys. The cage isn't locked. You can easily open the door. You just need to actually allow yourself to and realize that there there was never a fourth wall of the cage. You guys just walk the fuck away. Begin to heal through it, however that looks like for you. And you just have to wake up to this, please, dear God, wake up to this. You are so much better to just sit with the feeling that you are trying to escape in your present day reality through all these band aids, like food, booze, drugs, sex, TV, scrolling, shopping, gossiping, going out all the time, whatever it may be, whatever your Band-Aid is, you are so much better to just sit with that truly uncomfortable as hell feeling you've been running from your entire life through these Band-Aids and just sit within it and experience it to teach yourself that you are fine and you can move on from this. But until you do that, you are constantly going to be reaching for external things. For example, when I finished 75 hard, you know, I kind of screwed up my nutrition mindset, not because of 75 hard the programs. Great teaches you a lot about yourself. But my mindset throughout that with my nutrition was such a massive freaking restriction. It was unbelievable, even though I was still like eating a lot. Like it wasn't like I was not eating. I was it was just a mindset behind it all. Right. But when I was done, I went and I got a donut because I was like, fuck it. I want a donut. And then what happens I still feel empty. I still am like, oh, but that didn't do anything for me. And so what did I do? I went across the street. I went to Harris Teeter and I got a bag or a box, a family sized box of white cheddar Cheez-It grooves, which are literally delicious. If you haven't had them, they're bomb. But then what happened? I ate the whole box. I felt like shit, but I still felt empty. So what did I do? I like went to Chick-fil-A and got some shit and I just binged everything because none of these band-aids that I use through food, none of them worked. And it just kept going. And I'm still dealing with the repercussions of that now, you guys, it's been like nine to 10 months, which like I'll talk about that later on in a podcast episode about just like food mindset when I feel ready to do that. But you guys, like if you don't freaking do the work to heal the hole you're trying to fill with this stupid, stinky, small ass Band-Aid, it's never gonna heal. And you will become a Band-Aid zombie and that's not fun. You feel internal resentment towards yourself and all resentment is the number one relationship killer. And that includes killing the relationship with yourself. And that matters so much because that takes a hell of a lot of hard ass work to open up those doors and heal your relationship with yourself. So I hope this podcast spoke to you. Do not be a bandaid zombie. And you know, sometimes if you use a bandaid, because I'm not going to lie, I still binge eat like Happens all the time, to be honest with you, because it's a pattern. It's a habit. I've been doing it my entire life. Is it going to fix in one day? No, it's not going to happen. So when you do use that Band-Aid and you feel like a failure, you feel like you fell back down, recognize that that's okay and just bring that awareness with you in the future of like, hey, I did this this time. This is how it made me feel physically and mentally and this is why I don't want to do this again and just carry that with you as if it's like a piece of evidence or you know, just a little bit of truth to carry you through the next time you screw up because that's inevitable. Shit will hit the fan. Something will happen. You will fall down. That is absolutely a part of life and it's okay. Use it as a learning opportunity. So I hope this podcast spoke to you. If it did, again, please leave a review to help the show grow on its own, to get this in other people's ears so that we can wake everybody the fuck up and until next week, I will see you over on the gram at shans wellness. I hope y'all have a great kick-ass week. If you have a big takeaway from this podcast episode, please shoot me a DM and tell me because I love knowing again, that I'm not talking to a wall because right now I'm staring at my wall, but until next week, I'll see you on the gram and I will see you same place, same time next week here on the podcast.